0: Hey everybody, welcome again to F This Movie, the official podcast of FThisMovie.com. Movie love for movie lovers. My name is Patrick Bromley, and I'm very excited for this week's show because I'm joined once again by my beautiful wife, Erica Bromley. Hi babe. We are continuing our series where we redo our favorite movies of a given year. We've done 2000, we've done 2001. This week we're doing 2002. Big surprise to those of you who've been following (laughs) along.
1: And I'm back here trying so hard not to giggle into the microphone because I am really surprisingly nervous about this 2002 list. Like it's different and I don't know, I'm just nervous about it so I can't stop giggling and then Patrick was laughing at me giggling right before we started recording. So I'm going to try to tone it down though.
0: (laughs) I feel like it was harder for me only because I can't tell if my list should stay the exact same. Right. Or if it should completely change because there's a bunch of movies on my honorable mentions list.
1: Yes, I have a huge honorable mentions list. Does that mean it was a great year for movies? Yeah, I think it was. Yes,
0: 2002 was pretty good. We right. had Attack of the Clones and then we had the rest. <laughs> uh, speaking of giggling on podcasts, everyone should check out this week's uh, Dorking Out podcast. Uh, which Erica guest stars on uh, It is a podcast hosted by our friends Sonia Mansfield and Margo Donahue Who you may remember have previously guested On this podcast, they were just on the Revenge of the Nerds Episode a couple months ago
2: yeah.
0: Um, and they do a really fun podcast where they dork out about stuff They are dorking out about Can't Buy Me Love And Erica is the guest <laughs> and, and it's a lot of fun to listen to
1: It was a lot of fun to record They um, knew that I had written a piece for F this movie Many, many, many years ago About my Love for Can't Buy Me Love. Um and we talked about recording this for a while, so it was fun to actually get to do it and talk about um Cindy Mancini's hair a lot. <laughs> and the slow clap. Don't forget about the slow clap. Oh, the slow clap. <laughs> <laughs> the movie's so good you love it. <laughs> 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 I love that you've had to watch that movie many times because of had me. To. had to. more like
0: had to uh be my love have you seen anything good lately
1: yes i have um lots of good stuff
0: with it
1: uh we were in austin last week yeah we were long weekend what do you call that a long almost a week i don't know um well i mean o'hare took a day yeah it was just a long weekend weekend. um and we had been to austin
0: that's a coke zero not a beer
1: (laughs) Does anyone think you drink beer? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
0: Some people might. Some they people might, might think yeah. I'm cool. Okay, yeah,
1: you're so cool. Don't laugh
0: at the idea that Your people Coke might Zero think is the coolest. I'm a cool beer drinker.
1: Um, we were in Austin five years ago for our 10-year wedding anniversary, and we decided to go back for our 15 because we talk about our trip from five years ago like almost every day. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it was super fun and great, and we got to see a bunch of movies. Um, first up, we saw a Coen Brothers double feature at the Animal yeah, Ritz. Yep. Blood Can. Simple and Fargo. Yes, and that was fantastic. I mean, that was just—I hadn't seen either of those movies on the big screen.
0: You had seen Blood Simple. Yes,
1: I had. No, we did see a screening of that. There was with a re-release Doug?
0: of it in the early, yeah, in the early 2000s. They did a re-release. Um, early 2000s. With like the fake British narrator introducing it. Um, yeah, Fargo. I had seen on the big screen, obviously, when it came out. Yeah. But it had been no, had been I had not
1: i hadn't seen that so um it was great i mean i it only solidified like how much i love both of those movies um yeah I it was just super fun
0: it was great it was fun to see them back to back um i love both of them too i would place both of them i mean fargo is my favorite coen brothers movie okay and probably just one of my favorite movies period yeah um but Blood Simple, I would count among my favorite Coen Brothers movies.
1: Well, while we were watching, or right after, I should say, I was kind of thinking in my head, like, okay, where do these go in my best uh, movies of all time list? You know, oh, wow. I, I really feel like they both belong there. Yeah. Um, Coen Brothers, though, it's tough. There's so many. I mean, I, I remember when O Brother, where Art Thou came out, and I think Owen Gleiberman. Was it Owen Gleiberman? He right. said it was the worst movie of the year. Uh, that sounds right. That's the opposite of what I was thinking. <laughs> it's on my top 10 list. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, what else have we seen, Austin?
0: We saw the dark crystal, yes, which I grew up loving and watching all the time, but had never seen on the big screen. Um, I will admit to struggling to stay awake during it, mostly because I was very tired
1: i think that 's because we barely slept on our trip yes but
0: <laughs> also because uh, the older I get, the more I realize that the dark crystal. Is a bit of a narrative drag. Uh, it's a lot of people that were creatures standing around explaining prophecies and rules to each other. Apologies to Mac McIntyre. I know he's a huge fan. And every time we say, like, this story is not great, he, he sticks up for it, which God bless him.
1: I'm with you, Mac. I, I, I love to look at it. Obviously, yeah.
0: I love living in that world. And I can just stare at every corner of the frame and just be so amazed at how they put that movie together. But I just think story-wise, it doesn't capture me the way it once did as a kid.
1: Sure. That makes sense. I think it's so sweet. I love the the two main characters. And, yeah. Um, it was fun. We saw it at the Paramount Theater, which we love from last time we were there, too. Yeah. Um, and there were a bunch of families with kids, and they had a little event, which was neat. They were giving out little toy crystals, and they let us take some for our kids, even though they weren't with us. And um, yeah, it's such a great theater. And so I loved seeing it that way.
0: We missed our first... We were supposed to see a double feature of the original House of Wax and the original Cat People, mm. uh, the night we arrived in Austin, but because our flight was delayed twelve hours, <laughs> we ended up missing that double feature. Delayed. So we only got then to canceled. Spend, well, right <laughs> then delayed again. We only got to spend uh, one afternoon at the Paramount Theater as opposed to an afternoon and an evening. But
1: now, by the time we made it to the Paramount for The Dark Crystal. Had we gotten our luggage or were were we still (laughs) wearing? We had gotten our luggage. Okay. (laughs) By
0: the time we got, this was some trip, you guys. Uh, We had gotten our luggage, yes.
1: But it was so fun.
0: No, it was great. No, I don't mean to say when I say this was some trip, it's just because we had a lot of uh, complications early on. But we had a great time. It was...
1: I had never had my luggage lost before. Yeah. We had to go to Target. And it not wasn't that the, lost. Not that it the, was just well, still right. sitting in yes, Chicago. Yes, right. They left it in Chicago. Um, not that anyone really cares about this, but we had to go to Target and like buy clothes because after 24 hours, we're like, we're wearing the same clothes. We're sleeping in... Well, not really, but you know, we're wearing the same clothes. We went to Target and ended up in like matching white t-shirts which was just adorable
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, okay we saw another movie in austin
0: we did we saw rosemary's that's baby, how we do um, yes 35 millimeter once again at the alamo draft house and uh rosemary's baby is a movie that i like but don't love
1: and i liked it more i hadn't seen it you since...
0: love it but don't like it
1: <laughs> there you go i hadn't seen it since college okay um which I mean wasn't that long ago. <laughs> um I hadn't seen it since college and I remember really liking it then. But this time um and the woman who introduced it talked about um the layers of things that she liked about it. Um yeah. and was really excited to watch it again herself. She worked for Draft House, obviously, um, and talked about some of the feminist ideas and different things. Anyway, I just really saw so much in it this time that I didn't see in college, right? Like you're older, you have a different perspective on things. Um, obviously You've had
0: babies yourself
1: since then. Yes, yeah. I have. Yeah, no, that's Not definitely a part of devil. it. I mean, you don't have to have had babies to like be horrified by what's happening at all, of course. Um, but even some of the, just the commentary on like the women's roles at the times at the time, sorry. Um, was making me feel so anxious in my seat, like just little things. Like when he comes home and she has to like hop up and like serve him like a drink and food and all these things. I'm like, oh my gosh, what what was our world? <laughs> so, <laughs> like these, little, they just kind of set you up feeling a certain way. Um, just the expectations, I guess, of women. Um, so then when it gets to the main part where, you know, I don't know, am I allowed to say spoilers? I think it's everybody, movie, right? I, I don't okay. know, but... Um, By the time you know what's happening with her and with this group, um, it just makes it even more horrifying. So, yeah, I really liked it this time.
0: It felt longer to me, which, again, may have to do with just the hours that we were keeping and being tired. Right. um,
1: It turns out sleep helps us in our lives. It's really important.
0: I'm not fully convinced. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) but uh no i liked it i just i i continue to struggle a little bit with roman polanski movies sometimes where it's like i'm not i haven't i haven't the genius hasn't struck me yet i guess sure is what i'll say and then i'll leave it at that
1: that's okay yeah speaking of roman polanski
0: you know what that was an amazing segue thank you
1: (laughs) thank you very much um, we saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood on Tuesday yes. night. Yes,
0: the ninth film from Quentin Tarantino, which some people are angrily calling the tenth film from Quentin Tarantino because that'll show him. Why? Because Kill Bill is two movies. Oh. So therefore, it's only the the it's actually the tenth. I don't oh, know. Okay. I don't like anyone. I, do- <laughs> I don't. know what to say. Like, what about me? No, I like you. Okay. I like some people. But- <laughs> I just, uh, you know, I don't really go online that much. And then when I do, I'm reminded of why I shouldn't. Well, it
1: just seems like a lot of uh, nitpicking or arguing or hot takes or clickbaits or. Right. Right. Yeah.
0: I guess you're a a sassy unicorn if you're calling it the (laughs) 10th movie instead of the 9th. I
1: want to be a sassy unicorn. For good, I feel like though, you are for positivity. At heart. Yeah, Thank yeah, yeah. You. What Thank did you, you think of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? I really liked it. I loved it. I know we talked about, like, you know, you had said that you like to let a Quentin Tarantino movie sort of sit with you. Yeah. Any movie, right? Um, but especially his, and I agree. But I really liked it. I want to see it again. Um, I think a lot of what I would say about this movie in, like, the general non spoiler sense is stuff that you could say about any of his films, right? Like, he's just an incredible filmmaker who uses history and his knowledge and music and everything to make it like the Quentin Tarantino thing that it becomes right and I I don't know I just I liked how it all wove together I don't have a problem with the things I've seen people writing about in terms of problems with the movies like um, the way that it's the way the acts are sort of split up and with certain characters and again i don't want to i don't know what yeah, i can right. say yeah I don't, um, we don't want to give and i don't even away. know if i'm allowed to say my emotional response at the end like hey, you i can't say right? what it was you yeah just i just felt very moved yeah. and wanted to cry but like in a good way you know right um it was sweet i don't i, I can't say anything everyone go see the movie we'll come back next week and we'll talk about it on the website (laughs) yeah,
0: it's probably going to be polarizing just based on the reaction that we were hearing as we walked out of the theater Uh, a lot of people were already complaining about it so and i just feel like i don't know his movies i just try not to rush to judgment on even when they don't hit me as hard as like inglorious bastards hit me on first viewing and then i continue to like it more the more i thought about it um Django Unchained like I needed some time before I really not warmed up to the movie because I always like his movies they're incredibly entertaining like right I enjoy sitting in them and living in his worlds Um, but in terms of like the bigger game that he's playing sometimes I need time to catch up with it and I think I need I still need time with this movie and possibly to see it again yeah Um. Because, yeah, the first time you're just watching the story unfold and getting to know the characters and listening to the music and, you know, you're just kind of in his hands. And then a second viewing. I'm hoping I I would start making some connections with stuff. But
1: did you have a favorite scene or a favorite moment? I
0: mean, on first viewing, like the Bruce Lee scene was my favorite (laughs) because it was just so it's its own little mini movie. Um, I'm guessing that will change, you know? Like, sure, yeah. Well, what about you?
1: Um, that was a great scene. I love Oh, Zoe Bell showing up made us very happy. Spoilers. Oh, sorry. Oh I don't know gosh. If a spoiler. sorry, yeah. I don't know if it's a spoiler. Um, or not. Um, that was fun. Um when Margot Sharon Tate. Oh my gosh, I blanked on Sharon <laughs> Tate for a second. When Sharon Tate goes to the movie theater and watches her movie. Yeah. I thought that was adorable and sweet and just i loved it yeah
0: a lot of his movies tend to send me down specific rabbit holes and this one is no different i like wanting to catch up on all these movies from this period and his episode of pure cinema where he talks about all the actors that could have been uh rick dalton is that his Mm -hmm. name Yeah. yeah um there's so many other actors that he's sort of basing that character on, just guys who got big on a TV show, never quite made it in the movies, and then we're still just kind of hanging around. He lists a bunch.
2: Oh
0: wow! Um, so I want to like go back and watch their movies, right. and so there's all this like home- or homework that I want to do based on. Uh, having enjoyed the movie so much.
1: Right. Well, that happens with almost all of his films, too, which is cool. Yeah, for that's, sure. I, I love that. Again, if you're a real movie lover, then his films only open the door wider right. for you to like look into things. Um, so many of the references, like I get, right? But then talking to my mom, who's super excited to see it, and I think she's going this weekend, Like she, even from the trailer, was mentioning things. It's like, oh, yeah, because you were closer to that, right, in age and right. just, like, living right. through it. So she was right. like, all excited about stuff. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I got that stuff. I knew what it was, but maybe I hadn't seen that TV show, right, ever in my life. But right. she – yeah, so it's neat to talk to people who, like, really were around for all that stuff.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but I really liked it. I want to see it again.
0: Me too. It was, you know – I don't want to say I was disappointed by it because I wasn't because I really liked it. I think I wanted – to be completely blown away, sure. and I don't know that I was, and maybe that's because I'm never going to be. Or again, giving him the benefit of the doubt, maybe that's just because I need to live with it longer. Because I was, it was the movie I was anticipating the most this year. Mm-hmm. You know, like right. I was pretty crazy excited about it. And right. almost any movie is going to have a hard time living up to that. Right. So I need to chill a little bit. It's
1: part of the problem, and it's not a problem. But like when oh, you have, a when you have a filmmaker that you really love and you respond in all the right ways to most of or all of his films is it going to get to a point where even something that doesn't blow you away is still really good but you're just you don't feel that same maybe. emotional high yeah maybe maybe Right, because even your not so favorite Quentin Tarantino is still a really great film that you love.
0: But again, that's exactly how I like, was with Django and Chain the first time, uh-huh. and then on every subsequent viewing, I'm like, oh my god, I love this movie so much I could watch it ten times in a row.
1: Do you actively dislike any of his films? No. Right, I don't either. No. So it's gonna. I don't be- even
0: think any of them are just okay.
1: Right. I loved, loved, loved Death Proof the first time we saw it. Heck yeah. And the second time and third time. <laughs> Fourth time. How many times do we see that in the theater? I think five. Five. Um, but I mean, even years later now, it's like I, it like lives in me in a different way. Right, like I right. really love it. If I, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, this conversation is making me think of, well, is there anything else you want to talk about? No, go ahead. In terms of what we've seen lately? Nope. You sure? I'm sure. Okay. Um, it's just making me think of favorite directors and how you can love so much of a director's work. And sometimes their films, even if you love them, don't make it on your top ten list. Oh, I was looking at, Look at my. You.
0: You're like two- the queen of segways today. You know, what,
1: I can whatever
0: You're you need. Queen I'm of here. everything.
1: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> 2002. Um, my top ten list. Then I looked at the honorable mentions. I'm like, what's going on with like so many of my favorite directors being in the honorable mention list? Yeah. But then there's a bunch on the actual list too. So was that year just really great, or did we just see everything, or both?
0: Both, apparently. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, let's get into it. Okay. Let's do this. I'm
1: nervous, though.
2: <laughs> um,
0: you want
1: to know why, listeners? Why? Because, you know, I don't know if anyone listened to our last podcast when we did this for 2001. Yeah. But I have this old notebook and so sometimes it's a very clear like here's my top 10 and here are the honorable mentions and the page is neat and clean and that's it and then other times it's like a mess and crazy arrows everywhere and this time was the worst because it was barely a list it was like just movies listed and <laughs> circles and cross outs and I don't know so I, I had to like try to make sense of it and be very honest with myself like okay 2002 Erica what is she ranking and how is right, she doing this right. yeah so
0: All right. it so stressed let's, me out Let's do it um, So the way we do it is we do our you know, We each do our top 10 Or our, our number 10 From the year and then we do our new number 10 And then 9, 8, 7 and so on And so on and we'll do honorable mentions At the end and we'll also read through Both of our full lists at the end For <laughs> anyone who might be interested But Biu what was your 2002 <laughs> Number 10 <10?
1: laughs> How much do you love me?
0: All the much.
1: Okay. My number 10 in 2002 was a mega tie. Are you kidding me? <laughs> okay. Just hear me out, okay? Oh, my God. All right. So, my number 10 yeah. was a tie between uh. City of God, Barbershop, Frida, Femme Fatale, and Far not, from Heaven. Not okay. I know. It's just I made it a top 15. Not okay. I know.
0: If you had to pick one of those, what would you pick? Fem Fatale. Okay. Yep. So that's your 10. Oh, the gosh. rest are honorable mentions. How dare you. <laughs> all right. White. That's a good number 10. Okay. Um. That... Uh, speaking of... Uh, speaking about that, <laughs> uh, which is something our daughter says all the time. Speaking um, about that. You had mentioned earlier Gleiberman putting Oh Brother Where Art Thou on his worst of list yes for 2000 <gasps> femme fatale also earned that distinction yes in 2002 That's Entertainment right. weekly placed it on its worst of the year list
1: and it made our but be- well mine I don't know about yours what do you think <laughs> well it's Brian de Palma so <laughs>
0: um, still has no blu-ray release what the heck I don't know what the heck? Blu ray? I don't know. Think about some Makers? of the movies that are out on Blu ray. Right. This one isn't. Oh my gosh. It's a little frustrating. But, but
1: I, honestly, it doesn't even make sense. Like, why? Why? I
0: don't know. Warner the- Archive just has to get around to it, I Please think. Please
1: get around to it. Yeah, I'm with you. Are there politics involved with this? There's always politics.
0: Oh. Yeah. Politics. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, and what is your new. Number 10.
1: My new number 10 was only a three-way tie. Oh, great. Just a three-way. Frida, Secretary, and Lilia forever. And there's a reason why I insisted on making this a three-way tie. Okay. Okay. I love the movie Frida. I just haven't seen it in a long time. We were recently at the Harry Ransom Center on the University of Texas Austin campus to see... The Toby Hooper papers and when we were there they also had Frida's self portrait hanging at the Harry Ransom Center and I was so 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 excited um, to see it right in front of me I remember loving that movie I just haven't seen it in forever and so I felt like it had to still be here somewhere you know Um, and then Secretary is a movie again I was kind of thinking like what have I thought about a lot since 2002 whether I've watched it repeatedly or not. Um, Secretary I've seen a couple times since then but it's been a while it's been a while (laughs) (laughs) And um, I just, yeah, I wanted it there. And then Lilia Forever. Here's the thing with Lilia Forever. Now, you never saw this movie? No, I did not. Okay. I guess... I've seen
0: Batman Forever. Is that similar?
1: That is... You know what? There are some similarities. All right. Um, Lilia Forever... (sighs) I guess... I don't know. I guess I went to see it by myself or maybe watched it when it came out on DVD. Um, But it's about a girl who is in terrible poverty and just dreaming of right like a different life um, and for some reason her face I've never been able to forget I think of this movie a lot anytime there's even like the closest bit of a plot similarity I always my mind always goes back to Lil- Lilia forever so I just felt like even though it wasn't on my top 10 back then it's been in my mind for all these years so I felt like I had to have it and there you go there's all my, right. my three way
0: <laughs> um all right um my old number 10 in 2002 was Signs okay the M. Night Shyamalan movie which mm-hmm. I still like a lot uh we did a podcast on it in the early weeks of F this movie so it's it's yeah. like 500 episodes ago oh my but gosh. uh I still like that movie. I still think it's it's really well made. I get that people have some complaints about how neatly things tie together. I still don't buy into the whole complaint about the water. Yeah. That if they're if the if the aliens are allergic to water, why do they land on a planet that's mostly covered by water? And my response has always been, Maybe they've never seen water. Right. Maybe they have no idea <laughs> right. that it's deadly for them. Yeah. Um but whatever. Uh, I think it's a well-made movie. It it did fall off the list. Okay. However, uh, it would be in my honorable mentions. Yeah. I think. Yeah. It still is. Okay. Sure. My new honorable mentions, uh, because it is replaced at number ten by Joe Carnahan's Narc. Oh. Um, which I just think is one of the best sort of seventies-inspired cop movies of the. 2000s i guess or even in the 90s probably remind
1: me who's in narc
0: jason patrick and ray Liotta. Yeah, that okay there's that amazing opening chase foot chase sequence um it's you know and it's the only movie of its kind really that joe carnahan has made his career kind of went in a different direction and he doesn't really make this kind of super gritty uh style of movie anymore but Hmm. uh part of me wishes he would get back to just doing something really small like this because it's really 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 good
1: yeah why doesn't he i don't know okay
0: he's busy making just big crazy movies like the a-team and i mean he made the gray the gray is probably the closest thing to narc that he's made but who
1: can call him and tell him to
0: i don't know narc was produced by uh tom cruise and paula wagner (gasps) oh and that's what got him the job. I want to say that's what he was. You know, he was going to direct Mission Impossible 3. Joe Carnahan was? Yeah. Okay. I think based on the relationship. And then that all oh, soured. That and all, he yeah. dropped out of Mission Impossible 3. Darn and it. Went to J.J. J. Abrams. But oh. I would have liked to have seen a Joe Carnahan Mission Impossible movie for sure. sure. Uh, anyway, so okay. signs to NARC.
1: Okay. My 2002 number nine was uh
0: <laughs> how a, many weigh tie uh
1: just two okay it's just the simple life irreversible and 25th hour and here's here's Is the irreversible
0: this year i think it's next year
1: oh really yeah well it was on something i really? think it
0: came out in france in 2002 oh she's looking it up right now yeah i think it's a 2003 and i'm not doing that to be a jerk but of course you're not uh it would have been on my list my old, because I still yeah. have my old list. Yeah. And it would have been on my old see, list. It
1: says, oh, in USA, it was 2003. Okay. Ooh, okay. okay. Well, so we have to wait till next time to talk about that? Yeah, we well, do. See, I think something <laughs> Let's happened. look forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> I was ready. Oh, man. Okay. So, 25th Hour.
0: There we go. Spike Lee. Yeah.
1: And I remember really liking that movie, I remember loving the trailer.
0: We saw the trailer a lot. Yeah,
1: maybe that's just it that we yeah. saw it so often. Um, gosh, we were at the movies all the time. Then. Yes, we were. I mean, we're still there quite a bit, but like we were there as like every day. Be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that was my number nine in two thousand two, and my new number nine is about a boy. Okay. Now, do we are we supposed to say if like it goes down on the list or moves up or no? Um, we just let it happen as it happens. Just I guess let it we happen. Could just let it happen. Just let it happen.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, all right. So my my new number nine is about a boy. Okay. And my reasoning is that I have thought about that movie a lot since seeing it. I, I mean, I loved it then. Um, yeah. Well, okay. We'll talk more about that later. Okay. Yeah. I just, I, I thought it was sweet and
0: cute. Yeah, it's really And
1: good. yeah, I loved the music. I remember.
0: Badly Drawn Boy. Yep. And it came out not too long after High Fidelity. Right. High Fidelity right. was 2000 and mm-hmm. About a Boy was 2002. Yeah. So it was like, oh, this Nick Hornby fellow, they uh-huh. make good movies from right. his books.
1: I bought you all the books.
0: And then I still think that like those two are the only good ones. No, that's not true. <laughs> What's Because we both are, we both kind of like fever pitch. Yeah. Which, you know.
2: Yeah,
1: it's sweet.
0: Yeah. And there was one we just watched, the Juliet Naked maybe. Oh, yeah. That we ended up liking. Right. And that's a Nick Hornby. Right. So Yeah. But yeah, About a Boy is really good.
1: You put um, an About a Boy song on a tape for me back then, I remember. I sure did. Yeah, thanks
2: for that. You're welcome.
0: (laughs) Um, All right. My old number nine was Steven Spielberg's Catch Me If You Can, one of two movies that Spielberg made this year. Mm -hmm. Um, Usually when he does two movies in a year, it's like Jurassic Park and Schindler's List or Lost World and Amistad. It's like super serious and super entertaining. Right, and this year his two movies were both super entertaining because yeah. they were Catch Me If You Can and Minority Report. Right. Um,
1: I mean, Catch Me If You Can had some serious undertones. Yeah, but, but it's not yeah. Schindler's List no, or Amistad, no, 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 right? No no, um, no, 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 no.
0: And of the two, I like Catch Me If You Can better. Um, How dare you! I'm very sorry, <laughs> but uh, a really, really terrific Leonardo DiCaprio performance, and just a movie that's incredibly entertaining and seems very, very light. But then when you start to dig into it a little bit that, you know, it's like you said, it's dealing with some pretty serious stuff. Yeah. Um, And just another movie that Spielberg makes seem so easy.
1: I was just going to say the same thing. Effortless. Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
0: Um,
1: And it moves. I remember it just like it wasn't it didn't stop for a second. Like, you know, you just it never was boring for even a second.
0: And yet I don't know that I've gone back to it.
1: Right. I know. Well, that's that is why it's not on my list. Because There's not
0: many movies on this list that I've actually gone back yeah. to a bunch. And I like all these movies. I know. It's a strong group.
1: You know what I think? I think what this happens think? sometimes. I think when you have a strong group like this, so many great movies that maybe back in 2002 and then in like 03, 04, we were watching again at home, you don't go back to them even though you love them because they feel like. How do I like they feel safe in a way? They feel like, oh I know I love that, so I don't have to watch that right now. And even if I'm looking for a comfort movie or something that yeah. I know I love, I'm still not gonna pick this one because it's so I'm so like sure of it. Does it make sense? Yeah. I don't know. Um because even there's one movie on this list that I'm like, oh, it's way up at the top and I haven't watched it in forever. So like that doesn't right. make sense, right? I but have,
0: it does. I have a lot of those as okay. well. So. Okay. Uh, My new number nine is the only movie we rewatched in preparation for this podcast, and that is Moonlight Mile, Brad Silberling's drama about grief and loss Mm -hmm. uh, with Jake Gyllenhaal and Susan Sarandon and Dustin Hoffman. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's sort of autobiographical because he was dating Rebecca Schaefer, who was the star of My Sister Sam, and she was murdered. And so it's A semi autobiographical story about living through that time and Mm -hmm. being close with her family and um, a movie that really took me by surprise because we had seen the trailer a whole bunch of times and then kind of saw the movie out of obligation. I remember with your mom and your grandma just like well it's out it's new we got to go see it I, I don't know that i was like really anxious to go see it right but,
1: but again we were seeing so much back then that it was like we well, right. today's a day we have to go see something so what is it <laughs> gonna be okay moonlight mile
0: and it just knocked me out uh it was just clearly the right movie at the right time mm. and i responded to it very very emotionally and rewatching it last night it's much more uneven than i remember the stuff that works works really really right. well and still hits me really uh strongly and then there's other stuff that feels like movie bullshit yeah with sort of ellen pompeo playing a version of a manic pixie dream girl yes. and uh characters that are sort of a little bit too eccentric for their own good because they're written to be that way. Um,
1: (laughs) Like they threw they try to throw in a little stars hollow, but it doesn't quite. Yeah. A little bit. (laughs) Right.
0: Um, But I admire so much of what it's trying to do and it's very, very sincere. Mm -hmm. Um, And like I said, the stuff that works, works really well that I still wanted it on this Mm -hmm. list, but it is much, much lower. I'll just, i'll I'll spoil it right now this was my number two yeah and it dropped to number nine so
1: yeah um yeah it's on my um honorable mention okay um after like after watching it last night i remember having a similar like emotional response really liking it liking the music again um loving the last shot very much right yes
0: um
1: but we were there. Were a couple eye roll moments we had and we, we we rewatched it, and I appreciated that we both like sort of at the same time, like, "Ugh, um, I know." There's there's one scene that just feels like no one ever in real life ever would do that thing they're doing right now, and that's fine. Like I don't need that in movies, right? We always suspend. You're talking about the dancing, yeah? yeah. Like it's just what, <laughs> um, but it is sincere, like you said. And um, Jake Gyllenhaal's performance. There were a couple scenes that I was kind of blown away like at how much of like a baby face he has yeah but he really sells the part um you know there's a scene in the courtroom because they're dealing with this is okay to spoil, right like they're dealing with um they have to testify um about her death because she was murdered and there's a scene where he kind of goes into movie mode of this isn't honest enough. Like she's not here. If you really want her here with us, she's gone. But if you really want her here, you have to be more honest. And there was a part of me going like, no, you just want the murderer to get in trouble at this point. (laughs) So we don't need to like go with like the super honest of what she would think, you know, she got murdered and it's horrible. So let's just deal with getting that guy locked up first. And then you can have your moment maybe outside of the courtroom, but that's such a movie scene, right? That like, now I'm going to break down and tell everyone whatever. I'm, you know, um but uh, Susan's Randon always so wonderful to see and I thought Dustin Hoffman was sweet too.
0: Yeah, he's really good. He has a really good scene where cuz he's kind of like dealing with his grief by being sort of a people pleaser mm-hmm. and he's cleaning up and making sure that everybody else is comfortable and happy and not feeling awkward and Right. Um and uh and but then when Holly Hunter asks, you know, do you want to pursue the death penalty? He's the first one to say, yes, absolutely. I want to see this guy get, I want to see him fry. Right. And I just thought that was interesting because he's sort of such a, like a gentle, uh, quiet character. And then right. for that side of him to come out, I appreciate that the movie is, you know, again, allowing people to be more than one thing, right. which so rarely happens right. in movies.
1: And I liked their relationship, Susan Sarandon and Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. Um, Although there are times where I'm like, how are they even just talking normal sentences right now? Like in that process, like too soon. Right. right. I always have that. But everybody's different, you know, so.
0: All right. Anyway, so that's my new number nine.
1: Okay. So my old number eight was a tie between Igby Goes Down and About a Boy. Boy. I love you. And my new number eight is Barbershop.
0: <laughs> Barbershop Yes, landing on the top so, ten. Yep,
1: that's right. Um, because I loved it. Okay, it's hilarious. You don't have
0: to defend it. I'm going
1: to defend it. It's right. funny. It's smart. There's. It's in hair Chicago. Cutting. I want it there. And Igby goes down. I'm going to tell you. Dropped off the list. Into the Honorable Mentions. I, this is me Ig- To me, yeah. Okay, so in 2002, we were all about Igby Goes Down, right? I
0: just haven't rewatched it. I haven't either. So I have no idea if it's good or not. Right, because part of me- So I couldn't put it on this list. It,
1: I know. Okay, thanks. Okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> right, it might still be great, but it might also it might be like,
0: be. oh, we Robin were- Robin wrote a piece about it, I remember. Did and she? And she still really yeah, likes it. Okay. Yeah, okay.
1: Well, then I'll check that out for Robin and for myself, um, because- That
0: would have been, I, there were like three movies that I wanted to rewatch- we didn't have time. Obviously, Moonlight Mile was one of them. Okay. But one of them for sure was Igby Goes Down. Yeah, let's do it
1: tonight. I still want to rewatch it. I again, my I memory of it, it, my memory of it is that <laughs> is that <laughs> Patrick's taking me out tonight, and it's definitely very sweet of him. <laughs> um igby goes down is definitely a movie that we loved in 2002 that still might be so great but it might also reek of
0: right like this is the movie we love in that 2002, thing in 2002. Right. Right. right so
1: i don't know so that's why it dropped off yeah so that was my number eight my new number eight barbershop yeah i love barbershop
0: barbershop's good
1: it is good I, yeah yeah
0: i haven't rewatched it in a long time Well, maybe you should i Guess I should. I it feel was so like fun.
1: I remember. I can. It's
0: made for like Sunday afternoon TNT yeah. or something. Hey, you know what?
1: It's funny. I have very fond memories of it. So that is. And new yet we never saw uh, Barbershop Two. Eight. Yeah, why not? I don't know. No, I thought we did.
0: I never did. Maybe I did without you. Okay. Yeah. We saw Beauty Shop, the Barbershop spinoff True. with Queen Latifah. True.
1: Was there a Barbershop Three?
0: Uh. I think there might have been.
1: I think so too. What happened? <laughs> I
0: don't know. How did
1: I love the first I'm one so much? I'm usually so good at this,
0: like knowing for sure. Like, yeah, there was a barbershop 3, but right now I'm I'm picturing two realities. <laughs> one in which there definitely is a barbershop 3, and one in which yeah, barbershop the next cut. Is so that 3? I yeah. What well, was 2 then? Wasn't it like back in business? Barbershop 2, back in business. Oh, my gosh. Barbershop, the next cut we also never saw. So we are due for for a viewing of the Barbershop trilogy. We'll
1: just have a night. Yeah. Make it happen.
0: Watch all the Barbershop movies. Make
1: it happen.
0: Uh, My old number eight was about a boy. Okay. It moved up the list. Um, So my new number eight is... Catch Me If You Can, which also moved up one spot.
1: Oh, yeah, nice. I love it that it moved up your list. Yeah. Um, Catch Me If You Can, I really, really loved. I don't know if it's on my list.
0: That's okay. Yeah, I know. Is the other one? What one? Well, I don't want to spoil your list. Which one? Minority Report.
1: Oh. Oh, the other one, is in the other Spielberg. The other
0: Spielberg movie from that year. Yes, it is. Okay. I kind of thought so, but...
1: (laughs) Um, Wait, are you done with eight already? Well,
0: yeah, because we talked eight? about both okay, of them already, yeah. like about a boy and Catch Me If You Can. They're just kind of playing a little game of flip flop.
1: Yep. Flip flop. Okay. Number seven back then for me was Spider-Man. Four way tie. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm just, okay. this is, we are, we're solid here. Solid number one in number seven. Spider-Man <laughs> um, and my new number seven is Spider-Man stay the same spider-man stays on this list completely because the memory of us like counting down to it opening of us going to see it of us going to see it again and again um it's just a happy memory so then it makes it a happy movie for me
0: yeah it was probably the biggest deal since batman as a kid like Mm -hmm. the movie i anticipated most right we were literally counting days until it came out. We were counting months. Each month you were getting me a new Spider-Man themed gift.
1: I'm so cute.
0: You sure are. <laughs> um, and it culminated in a, in a an engraved Spider-Man watch. Yep. Um, that
1: you wore it till it died. Yes. You still have it though.
0: I do. Um,
1: like not just like it needs a new battery. Like it just We saw it twice <laughs> the day
0: it opened. Yeah. We went in the afternoon and then we had to be somewhere else. <laughs> And then we went again (laughs) after that thing at night and saw the late show. Oh
1: my gosh. We're so, I love our craziness.
0: Yeah. We saw it a bunch of times. Yeah. Um, So yeah, it definitely makes me nostalgic for that period.
1: Right. Somebody at our wedding, which was in 2004, gave us the dolls like oh, all yeah. the action figures and they wrapped them up but didn't cover just wrapped it with ribbon so you could see it so it was like so cute on the table those were
0: spider-man 2 technically oh, because oh. mary jane is in a wedding dress yes
1: that's true 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 true
0: and that so was that made sense wedding dress for <laughs> wedding gift right right
1: yes that wasn't the only gift they gave us no it was oh it was okay no uh, I, if they're listening they listen dolls. oh that's right yeah thanks lauren and steve <laughs> Uh, We still have those, by the way, in the box. Yeah, we do.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, we do.
1: Uh, We don't let our kids play with them. Come on. All right, so what was your old seven?
0: My seven also has not moved, and this is the third movie that I wish I could have watched. I left it on here because my memory is that I really like it. Okay. I would have rewatched it if we had the time. Uh, my old seven and my new seven are both autofocus. Oh, my god. Paul Schrader's movie about the life and death of Hogan's hero star Bob Crane. Wow. It's a really dark movie. Yeah. Um, Greg Kinnear is really, really good in it. Yep. I mean, Willem Dafoe is obviously very memorable as his creepy friend also. But it was just such an interesting use of Greg Kinnear's sort of nice guy smarm mm-hmm. um, to make him... A secret, you know, sex addict and yeah. uh, haven't watched it in a long time. So maybe it doesn't hold up. Right. I don't know. Again, like I said, this is the the other movie I would have rewatched if given the opportunity. I would
1: but, love to rewatch it as well. That would be my honorable mentions, but I don't have it in my list. But I remember being pretty impressed with it back then. So that was your old seven and your new seven? Yep. You just kept it in the same spot. It's,
0: it's the Spider-Man <laughs> of my list. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, my old number six was Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. Yes, this was my favorite of the three.
0: My memory is that it was mine as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, but
0: I think almost anyone would disagree with us. So really? if we were to rewatch them, maybe we wouldn't we, feel the yeah. same way. All
1: right, well, give us a chance to rewatch, and I mean, we have rewatched many times since then. But um,
0: have we though? I mean, since the day we rewatched. I feel like all one, of them.
1: I feel like one other time. Or maybe, maybe I was just like watching it on cable. Well, you used to
0: show the first one in class, right?
1: Uh, I think I did once. Okay. Yeah. I yeah.
0: thought you did regularly.
1: Yeah. That was a while ago. I remember. Yeah. Thanks for reminding me of that. Oh, it's been a while. I'm glad you have a great memory. been a while. <laughs> been a while. Um, so that was my old number six. And it is... Oh, my new number six is Far From Heaven.
0: Oh, yes.
1: Far From Heaven moving up from my four-way five-way tie at number 10 (laughs) that you canceled um so far from heaven I haven't seen in a while but my memory of it is so strong that I just loved it so much and that it was so impactful and and moving and heartbreaking and all of the things so um yeah I felt like it needed to be on there
0: I need to watch it again because I don't think I've seen it since the theater oh my gosh and my memory is that it was like so well done but that i didn't quite i was it was all to a point it wasn't just like a stylistic exercise i know that it was to a point but Mm -hmm. i remember the point not hitting me as hard as And i'm a big todd haynes fan i like a lot of his movies um
1: i bet it would hit you harder now probably i don't know
0: i would like to revisit it
1: yeah i think you would be more moved maybe
0: if nothing else i probably just didn't even appreciate your, the stylization of it okay. I, I, i've only seen i think one douglas sirk movie
1: i was just gonna ask yeah. at the
0: time that i saw it i don't think i had seen any okay uh, i've since seen i think one so, I could at least appreciate it a little bit more. I should probably like rewatch some more Douglas, or just watch yeah. some more Douglas Cirque movies. Sure. And then watch Far From Heaven. It's too hard. Like, we have too many things to I watch. I know. I know. Too many, All the time. too many things. Too many things. Too many things. <laughs> We're constantly like, yeah, it'd be great if we could watch this, 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 and this. Right. But, like, how are we going to be able to?
1: Living in a box.
0: Exactly. <laughs> We're living in a box. Living
1: in a box. Um,. Okay, so wait, that was my new number six, right? So, okay, you. You're up.
0: My old number six was Igby Goes Down. Oh. No. Which, again, I took off the list <laughs> because I just have no idea if right. it's any good or right. not. Uh, it my, might still
1: be good, but like not yeah. not how we, in 2002, were like, oh.
0: Right. <laughs> right. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> um, I did keep it on my honorable mentions. There, good. So, um, my new number six is About a Boy. So. Oh, yeah. Which moved up from number eight.
1: Can we watch that again?
0: We could, as yeah. We,
1: as we just continue to say, we want to watch everything right. again, but there's no time.
0: Really good um, Hugh Grant performance. Early Nicholas Holt. Yeah. He's become like an actual movie star now right. as an adult man. Yeah. But uh, a really good Tony Collette performance. Um,
1: yeah, I always think of of Nicholas Holt and Tony Collette from that movie. I mean, obviously she's done so many other films and they're bigger and uh, more visible roles for her. But I don't know. I felt like when I saw, when we saw about a boy, I felt like we didn't know a lot of other people seeing it.
0: Well, my memory is that it came out against attack of the clones. Oh, That those two movies came out the same weekend. (laughs) So it was definitely like counter programming. (laughs) Oh gosh. And we saw attack of the clones first. We didn't like rush out to about a boy. Right. And then we saw about a boy on Saturday. And uh, really, really liked it and really yeah. responded to it, you know, way more so than Attack of the <laughs> Right, I know.
1: <laughs> I hate the idea of counter-programming. I get it, but I'm also just always of the mindset that like, oh, okay, two movies are opening the same day. I'll see them both, just maybe not on the same day. Or maybe right, on the same day. <laughs> right. <laughs> if I can work that into my schedule, but...
0: Yeah, I mean it's, it's nice that they give options for people but even that's going away. Like counter programming yeah. doesn't exist anymore no. because now it's only Attack of the Clones that comes out and if you want to watch something else, you gotta stay home and watch it on Netflix or VOD or something. Right.
1: And I guess what I meant more was like the That you're hyper- either this sta- audience yes, or this like audience. The way that counter programming right. is often talked about now, at least I don't know, on the internet. It's <laughs> like This or that? Like, which camp are you in? Which side do you choose? Like, I'm not choosing any sides. I want to see every movie. Right.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, All right. We're in our top five now.
1: Oh, my gosh. I'm nervous. Am I up?
0: You're up. All right. Your old five.
1: My old five was Bowling for Columbine. Okay. So, I think it's pretty well established on our website that I love documentaries. Yeah. And I... I would see I wish I could see one every single day. You know, I just wish I could make that a part of my daily life. I love documentaries. Um bowling for Columbine was an incredible experience back then. I remember people it was moving. I, people cheered, I think, at one point. Um I don't maybe remember. they were like that
0: was Fahrenheit nine eleven, I know people cheered oh, at the de- end. Oh, def- people definitely cheered. But they the might have that. Cheered Yeah, during no, bowling it for was j there
1: was like there were responses, you know. Um it was a big deal, and it, it slid off my list, and I hate the, to do that to documentaries. Um, some other documentaries from the year I'm just going to throw out there that I remember really liking, The Kid Stays in the Picture, and Stevie. Stevie came out that year. Stevie is um, Steve James, also one of the filmmakers for Hoop Dreams, a little documentary I've talked about just a couple times That's before. I don't know if anyone's ever heard me say I like Hoop Dreams. Um, but Stevie also came out this year, and I'd almost like want to – Put that back on the list if I could. I didn't, but I'd almost want to stick that on there just because to give it some like exposure all these years later. And I haven't seen it in a long time. But um, but anyway, Boling for Columbine, yeah, it was really important. Um, and I remember really liking it and being thankful for it. But so much time has passed. I've read the novel um, Columbine, not novel, not but, novel. You right, know, not right. novel. The book that um all about what really happened and what we kind of what we weren't getting in the news like after the shooting and whatnot um and so there's just been so much time and i'm not saying that the documentary is not good anymore but it just doesn't feel like it's in my top 10 i don't know if that makes sense you know
0: yeah i don't know that it's aged super well just because
2: a
1: couple things here and there that maybe don't
0: it's not much of a documentary you know it's an essay movie Mm-hmm. It's a good essay movie, yeah. but you know, as time passed, we learned more and more about right. things that he had. Michael Moore had kind of maybe manipulated uh, in the making of the movie. So I think it's a good essay movie. I don't know if it's a, how good of a documentary it is, right?
1: Um, and so yeah it just it kind of dropped off for me and I feel bad because I don't think I have officially a documentary on there anymore even though there were so many and there were other good ones that year I can't remember I can't remember everything um, that book I just mentioned though by the way um, Dave Cullen wrote that if if you haven't if you're listening and you have any interest um, non-fiction book by Dave Cullen um, it's incredibly gripping and I, I mean it's pretty pretty decent sized book and I could not put it down no yeah
0: so that oh, was your old yeah. five. So
1: my new five is just a step up from the old list. Lord of the Rings, the Two Towers. Oh, again, staying on the list. Yeah, Very good. staying on the list. You know, like it's a really happy memory for me, and I loved, you know, being feeling like I was in that world, and um, yeah, the characters. I just, the, I love their um, stories in that one. It's the middle one. It just feels good. It feels right. So. <laughs> well, yeah. we
0: loved the trailer for that one too because it used the requiem oh, for a dream music.
1: Yeah. Without using the movie, Requiem for a Dream. Right. <laughs> just the music. Right. Yeah, and they they used it well. Yeah, I remember loving that trailer. See, it's all, sometimes it's just nostalgia and happy memories.
0: <laughs> I didn't put Lord of the Rings on this list because Gosh, you're I. You're such had, a hater. I'm not. I know. I had put I'm just kidding. On, on my last one, I had, I had added it to my 2001 list, and I felt like, all right, that kind of, maybe Return of the King will end up on. On my 2003, I don't know. Yeah, we haven't made know. those yet. Right. But um, I feel like putting fellowship on one of them sort of is representative of the whole sure. trilogy, okay. which is yeah. unfair. No, I know. Like I said, maybe Return of the King will end up on the on the on next year's. My
1: but. memory is that we liked, or at least I liked, the Two Towers the most. Like back in those years, that that was my yeah. my favorite. But we have to watch them again. Let's watch them with the kids.
0: Yeah. Do you think they'll be into it? For a little while. Nine hours. A little while. Yeah. <laughs> um, nine hours of hobbits and orcs. Yes. Uh, my old five is the closest I come to being embarrassed by a movie on my list. Oh, But no. I'm not actually embarrassed. It is Chicago. Oh. <laughs> uh, and I'm embarrassed because, again, it went on to win Best Picture and people are like, what? Like, yeah. that movie's junk. I don't think the movie's junk. I think it's a really well done musical. Um I haven't really gone back to it. I'm not a huge musical guy, but I remember just dreading seeing it and then being pretty knocked out by the staging of it. Right. Rob Marshall has not proved himself to be a very interesting filmmaker at all.
1: No, since Chicago, I don't think we've loved anything he's done, have we? Uh
0: probably not. Okay. Sorry. No. no, I'm not. Um <laughs>
1: I mean maybe liked, just not loved.
0: Yeah. Um so anyway, I replaced it with Park Chan Wook's uh, sympathy for Mister Vengeance, which is part of the it's the first part in the Vengeance trilogy that uh, includes Old Boy mm-hmm. and Lady Vengeance, and uh, honestly, it's probably my least favorite of those three movies. But it's also really, really, really good. Yeah, I think so. It's your least favorite of those three. Okay. Yeah, I think I've never so. seen it. Um, it's Did good. I see it? It's oh yeah. It's hard to watch. It's. Um, it's dark and it goes to places you don't expect it to go. Okay. Um, but uh I'm more likely to rewatch a Korean revenge movie than I am Rob Marshall's Chicago. Sure. <laughs> so it seemed more like myself, more honest, uh to put this on the list. Yeah. Instead of Chicago. I still like Chicago. I'm yeah. not going to I'm not bagging on Chicago. Did it deserve to win Best Picture? I don't know. Probably not. Right. I don't know what it was up against. I have no idea. Adaptation? Uh no, I don't think no? so really uh, I have no idea what it was up against what, but
1: what was nominated that year
0: I don't oh my know gosh. anything that won <laughs> um
1: far from heaven was nominated no she acting awards for far from heaven if we sat here long enough we would all come back to us yeah. it's starting to come back to me but I that's like not what this is this the year that was like
0: about. maybe Nicole Kidman won for the hours oh. so it was a real snooze wow. of a year
1: in terms of like at the Oscars yeah 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 um I love that you made this switch because you're right. Like, this is kind of like w- the point, right? That, like, today, bowling for Columbine drops off my list. Today, um, Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance gets on your list because since then, certainly things about us. Well, I've probably seen it
0: of- since then. I don't yeah. think I had even seen it at the time.
1: Okay, right. Yeah, that's perfect. So I love that choice for you. Very good. Thank you.
0: You're welcome. Uh, your number four.
1: Oh, my gosh. Um, my number four then was adaptation. Okay. And as I'm this, looking...
0: This throws everything I know in, out of whack. Really? Yeah. Oh, no. No, it's fine. What do you mean? No, it's fine. What do you mean? I thought it was higher on your list.
1: I thought... Okay. I don't... <laughs> um, oh, wait. Can I go back Can I no. go back to Chicago for a second? Oh, yeah. Um, of course. It, at the start of recording, I mentioned that my old 2002 list was not... Uh, it was not... It was not... It was like a mess. It was like scratch outs and arrows and like really wasn't even numbered. And so I had to really try... I think that Chicago maybe would have been on my list back then. Yeah. Um,
0: A lot of tap dancing. But
1: not, yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, but it's it would not be on my list now. And again, everything you said, it's it's the same thing. It's like I don't hate it, but I don't have any like strong feelings for it the way I do about it. even other movies on this list that are in my honorable mentions, right. so whatever. Right. Um, and yeah, so Adaptation, my number four... Right, is your memory because I loved it so much? Yeah, yeah, I know, I did. I don't know what's going on here, um, <laughs> and now here is the thing: it's not technically on my list, though I wanted to maybe add it as like a tie. I have not seen it since then. Okay, I think if I watch it, maybe it would hold up.
0: So that's another one we got to rewatch. Yes, that I it have to goes put down that, adaptation because adaptation. You are you're,
1: you're exactly right. I loved adaptation, like. Yeah, that was, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen it since then. Okay. Why?
0: I don't know. We just haven't rewatched it.
1: What the heck? So, but Adaptation, so it was not my top five. So okay. my new number four, um, Moving Down, now I know this fell off your list, I think, right? Or your honorable mentions, Signs. And the reason I left Signs on my list is because I feel like I oh m night i don't owe him anything do i owe him anything no i just felt Especially like not after glass well i don't think any of his other films are ever on any of my top tens ever so no, they probably wouldn't right be. this so, is probably the one this is the one and it sounds so stupid probably <laughs> guys thanks for listening um but there's like this one scene in signs that oh worked the, so well for me and just carried the me through birthday party yeah the birthday yeah. party and the, the they're watching the news and yeah. they see the yeah I, I love that i love all that and yeah i don't know i just i liked how it everything came together and wrapped it didn't you say some people criticize it because it sort of like oh, wraps yeah, up too sure. neatly for sure i didn't have a problem with that you know let it be a story <laughs> that wraps up you know yeah like, let, it's a let little like
0: hokey but so what yeah I don't right know.
1: i know it just i like the performances um so my memory, again, I haven't seen it in a really long time, but my memory of it is still much stronger than some of the other things that we've been talking about. So yeah. I felt like that's my one M. Night movie that I'm going to keep on a top 10 list, okay. or actually that ever even made it on a top you
0: don't, 10 list. You don't see the happening making your list for um, whatever year that is?
1: Oh my gosh. What's that line we used to say all the time?
0: All of them. <laughs> don't take my daughter's hand unless you mean it. <laughs> you iron my lemon drink.
1: Oh my gosh. There's another one.
0: I think we just found a transformer.
1: Yes, they <laughs> no. was it that one?
2: No. Oh.
0: <laughs> I think there's something happening, bro. <laughs> I better apply some math skills. Did I mention I'm a math teacher? Say, no, he's not a math me? teacher. He's a he's a science teacher i think right <laughs> i think leguizamo is math doesn't he stand They're both like watching the science. waving grass and there's like and then they run away from the oh wind oh my gosh but don't worry movie, they outrun the wind
1: that movie didn't someone get annoyed with us because we laughed out loud
0: i think anyone else in, in the, the theater, theater. The i we thought we got it. like a dirty look like no i don't think us... i think we just were projecting because we oh. felt bad about the fact that we couldn't control okay. our laughter and we were Possibly ruining the experience, and for we others. are
1: not those people. By no, the way. not we at are all. Never, ever like cynical or above something. We're never Going like, to the oh, we're gonna to mock it. Right? Never, never, never. No, but that it just was got really, to a point where you couldn't help it. Yeah.
0: And then we were like, oh, are we ruining this for other people?
1: Should we record a commentary on the happening?
0: I don't. Know. I mean, no one If I could that, do it right? all as Mark Wahlberg, then I would consider it.
1: I'm in. I'm a hundred percent in. <laughs> Would anyone listen to it? Would anyone watch that movie again uh, no. just to listen to your commentary in the voice of My Mark My
0: old four uh, is Femme Fatale. Okay. My new four is 25th Hour.
1: All right. See, I'm glad 25th Hour made it onto your list.
0: Again, it's probably a movie I should rewatch. Definitely. Um, But I know that it's a really, really powerful movie and has that amazing ending monologue by Brian Cox. Oh, yeah. Repaints the picture of what Edward Norton's life could be. Um, Has some really interesting post 9-11 stuff. And it's coming out, you know, a year, not even after 9-11.
1: You are making me regret not having this on my list.
0: I thought it was on your list.
1: It was on my list. Oh, it fell off? It fell off my list. I Remember I said I wanted to put it... Or did I say this? I wanted to put it in a tie, but I didn't. Or I thought I put it stayed
0: it, on because the other movie was Irreversible, and Irreversible fell off.
1: Yeah, no. So then... I think 25th Hour got booted oh, because I We added, can't even keep our own list straight. I added Barbershop.
0: Oh. Well, everything <laughs> you're saying makes sense.
1: <laughs> well, and that's like... I was looking at my honorable mentions, like how are my favorite directors all over this honorable mentions list. And part of that was like, okay, Spike Lee. And should I even say, well, the one Spielberg and I have a Martin Scorsese in my honorable mentions.
0: What was his movie from this year? I don't even remember. Oh, Games yes, I York. do. Yes, I do. And yeah, that doesn't
1: spoiler. Make it's not on my list. Yeah, and I mean, no, it doesn't if really knows belong. Me, on your I list. love Martin Scorsese so much, but again, listen, this, yeah, I know it's a it's flawed okay. movie. I didn't
0: hate it. No, I don't hate it either, and actually, I find it very watchable. Sure, uh, yeah, like some of his other movies that I wouldn't count among his best. I find it very, very watchable, but right. it's not the movie that I wanted it to be. You know,
1: and then there are movies that are watchable. Are also among his very best.
0: Yes, correct. to <laughs> um, put
1: Goodfellas on after we're done recording.
0: Okay. Okay. Thanks. We should watch one of these other movies. Um, <laughs> oh
1: yeah, that's right. Shoot. Twenty <laughs> fifth
0: hour. Uh, all right, you're, we're at the top three now.
1: All right, I'm really I, I'm feeling kind of bad about not having Twenty fifth hour because I did sorry. I did really love it. Yeah, I no, did. I know. So it's still I getting know. represented. Yeah. Good, that's good. Thank you. Um, all right, my number three was Minority Report, and it's now Femme Fatale. Oh, okay. Yes, because I've seen Femme Fatale since then and really loved it even more, and I have like a certain like happy, suspenseful, sexy feeling when I think, all the time, I have that feeling all the time. <laughs> Yes, you do. Um, <laughs> when I think of that movie, and so it just made sense there, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, I always joke that it's the movie that has everything you could want out of a movie. Mm-hmm. Um.
1: Not just out of a Brian De Palma movie, but out of a no, movie. No, just out of right. a movie,
0: period. It's got everything you could want out of a movie. Um, yeah. No, I love it. Uh, my old three was Punch Drunk Love. My new three is Punch Drunk Love. <laughs> um, stays in the same spot Stays spots.
1: in the same. Okay.
0: Um, love it. Obviously, love Paul Thomas Anderson. Love the movie. Um we used to have the poster hanging in our apartment. Yeah. Um, what we happened saw to it? The movie as part of the Chicago International Film Festival. Oh we my saw gosh. the Chicago premiere. Paul Thomas Anderson was supposed to be there. That was really cool. Cancelled like the day cool. of because he was sick. So we were both pretty devastated because we were about as big of Paul Thomas Anderson fans as you could be back in that back in those days.
1: We were, and that's before like. I mean, I'm sure there were we weren't the only ones, of course. No people were loving him all over, but like you didn't know that just based on boogie nights and magnolia yeah we were
0: were pretty hardcore um so it was disappointing for him to cancel but yeah that movie's great uh maybe the best use of adam sandler ever in a movie um for sure very just weird and romantic and uh very watchable i'm glad that it's out on criterion yeah blu-ray because the colors are all pretty amazing um it's weird that you know. Again, even in two thousand two, a Paul Thomas Anderson movie wasn't my number one. It's weird that it's still not my number one. Yeah. But it's just not among my favorites of his. I, you know, it's still Boogie Nights and yeah. Magnolia. And probably there will be blood. I would put ahead of Punch Drunk Love also. Okay. But yeah. Anyway.
1: I think there will. I think obviously Boogie Nights and Magnolia would be ahead of this um, for me. But I think it would still be above. There will be blood yeah. for me. Yeah. Should we do a Paul Thomas Anderson podcast? Just I mean, ranking. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Who's going to listen to that? I'd have to rewatch no one. Inherent Vice. I want to rewatch everything ever made. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs>
0: your two? Are we at your two?
1: We are. My number two was Signs. So that. It was your number two? It. I. You know. Again, I'm trying to make sense of this old
2: <laughs>
0: nonsense.
1: Okay. I don't know why my my 2002 old list wasn't really a list like it was just crazy town so i guess i just actually i think i lost the official list because didn't we write that on new year's eve
0: we might have we
1: were living in our like first condo together and we, we had have. like uh, like a fun and crazy new year's eve thing at our house and then it ended up making our movie list
0: that's very possible yeah okay
1: wait were we living in that place then
0: uh i don't know yeah
1: maybe not yet Burr. Burr, burr. Yeah, we were. For sure we were. Okay. Yes, we were. We moved in together in 2002, right? Yes. So that makes sense. Like February of 2002?
0: Yeah, that seems yeah. early, though. So then. Because I don't think we were living there when Spider Man came out, were we? I mean, we must have been. Yeah. We must have been
1: think so okay. anyway so that means yeah that new year's eve we were like oh that's, we, that's when we made our list we moved out and that's we had why signs was your we're number two because you were drunk and yeah no <laughs> <laughs> right no but like other people's new year's eves are very different than ours right we're like let's make our top 10 <laughs> list of movies let's play this movie game let's talk about the movies we watched happy new year yeah. <laughs> um all right so what i say it was signs yes, and then that was. dropped down and now it is minority report okay Minority Report moving up one on my list, even though it's been a while, been a while. since I've seen it. Um, I just, I don't know. My memory of it was just like, oh my gosh, this could happen. This could happen. This could happen. We're not far you off from You think pre-crime
0: could be a thing?
1: I think so many of those things can be. Th- well, the other- I the, the, how much I hate the word the, pre-crime? I know. Shh. Don't say it again. <laughs> but the other little tech- Technical advances, technological advances in the movie.
0: Yeah, I mean, like are already happening. When I'm happening. at the gas station pumping gas, and there's a yeah. screen that kicks on to try to sell me something. It reminds me of Minority Report. Yeah,
1: right. Or anytime you're on the internet, it's like you bought this right. here. Now, right. do you want more? Like, remember when he walks into the Gap, and they're like, "Hello, yeah. You wear this size. You bought these shirts last time. Do you need more? Do you want this? Like,
0: he I wears a that's child's large. Right, all
1: happening. <laughs> not in the movies oh in
0: the movie no not please. in the movies in the movie, he's, he's taller six feet tall
1: yes <laughs> um, but you know Minority Report comes up a lot actually when I'm talking to my students about different things like whether it be like uh, science fiction they're reading or um, I don't know movies other technology just in general like that movie will come up and a lot of times the kids are really interested like when they hear me talk about it they're, they've never most of them have never heard of it but they, I piqued their interest a little, nice. little bit with it. So, yeah.
0: It's too bad you can't show it because it's R.
1: I know it is R. Yeah, I've shown the trailer before just to...
0: And the R, I think, is like for a few moments of violence. Yeah, it's why is really, it R? It doesn't really...
1: I remember that movie In looking very... In a way, very... I'm glad it's
0: R because it's like, oh, at least he was trying to make a movie for adults. But like right. it easily, it, if it was put out now, I think it would be PG-13. For sure. Easier.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah, you're right. For sure. Um, I remember that movie being very... Sort of like blue and silver yeah. and gray tones. Yeah, all the
0: skin tones and stuff were real washed out mm-hmm. and blue. and Yeah, yeah. definitely. All right. Uh, my old two, as I said already, was Moonlight Mile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> plummeting <laughs> all the way to number nine.
1: Yeah, no, but it's nice that you still kept it on the list.
2: Yeah,
0: I tried. Mm-hmm. Uh, my new number nine is, or my new number nine. My new number <laughs> two is Femfatel.
1: Okay. Where was it before? It was four. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So
0: I moved up to number oh. two because... And
1: mine's number three, right in the middle.
0: Yeah. Of, of of all the movies on this list, that's one that I have gone back to uh, a few times. And it's not my favorite Brian De Palma movie, but it's among my favorite Brian right. De Palma movies. And I think probably the last great Brian De Palma movie we're going to get. Mm. The last one that really uh, reminds us of everything that he did well as a filmmaker.
1: Sure. I remember when we saw it just feeling very, very um excited. Like during like while watching it, just like thrilled. Does that make sense? Like mm-hmm. that that opening scene. Was it the opening scene? It's the, a whole
0: opening sequence. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 And they're sealing the necklace. Yes, yes yeah.
1: yeah. So it's like right there you're just like excited. Something feels like so special and yeah, so that's why it ended up
0: on my list. Yeah. Uh number one. Wait. What? what was
1: your, did you, yeah, you gave yeah, me my both. my new two is from okay, to Okay, got it. Okay. My old number one was Punch Drunk Love. Okay. And do you want to make a prediction here?
0: I'm going to say your new number one is Signs.
1: <laughs> you know it's not. Barbershop. <laughs> you know it's not. <laughs> Come on. Think about all the movies that I'm missing though, right? Like I didn't say Eight Mile. There's a reason. There's a David Fincher movie not on the list. Yeah. What about Phone Booth? I really like Phone about Booth phone 28 booth. Days Later. That's
0: the name of our spinoff podcast. What about Phone Booth? <laughs> 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 do we only talk
1: about Phone Booth or do we yeah, talk about well, other things? Yeah, we just things? kind of
0: answer the question like, yeah, what about Phone Booth? Phone Booth? Yeah. Okay, Phone Booth. You know that movie with Colin Farrell where he's in the phone booth? Yeah. What about Phone Booth? What
1: about Phone Booth?
0: Um, so what about Phone Booth?
1: um what about phone booth so what is my new number one i want you to guess Punch up i know okay <laughs> <laughs> it didn't move that's probably no surprise to um anyone who's listened to me talk on this show before um
0: you love the love
1: i love the love and i love paul thomas anderson and yeah it worked for me then it works for me now
0: all right <laughs> <laughs> uh my old one and my new one are both the same and they i might be wrong but i just left adaptation yeah in the number one spot yeah, no. so that was my old number one
1: i think that's a great choice i think that if i watched it again i'd either be you know surprised that oh it's not as good but i really think yeah i know i did really love that movie back then right
0: and uh maybe yeah. it's not as good but there was no have you other movie it other- since then i don't know that i have Okay. But, but you I still but kept it above I did, yeah, okay. because my memory of it is that strong. And because there's not another movie on this list that I can really see as like, oh, this could have been number one. Even Femme Fatale, yeah. which I love, like yeah. I don't see it as number, as a one, number one, right. For whatever reason. Um,
1: yeah, I that makes sense to me. I don't know what happened. I don't know why I don't have adaptation on here, but that's okay. It just encourages it. It fell off the list completely.
0: Yeah. Because but, you hadn't rewatched it. Right. Got it. Yeah. Okay.
2: Right. Like ever, but so I know our number one really stayed loved the
0: same. It. But our list, the rest of our lists kind of juggled around. We only had yeah number sevens stay the same.
1: Right? Oh, and you had one more th- stay the same, I think. Right? My Spider Man stay Spider-Man stayed the same. At number oh, Punch Drunk Love, I think you stayed had, the same yep. for me. Yeah.
0: PDL? Do you call my, it PDL? My p- PDL. My number three PDL. Yeah. Um,
1: well, what about phone booth? Oh, uh, what about
0: <laughs> phone booth?
1: <laughs> um, honorable mentions.
0: Yeah, let's hear it.
1: All right. I probably
0: have a lot of the same ones. So
1: Again, I kinda I
0: mentioned some of these already. Like I had
1: Stevie, I always want to throw out something about Steve James. Um, Chicago. Phone booth.
0: What about phone booth?
1: <laughs> Moonlight Mile, The Born Identity. That was a good one. Yeah, it was. Um Twenty Eight Days Later. Um, I threw... I forgot that it came out in 2002, yeah, well, and we
0: just did a show on it.
1: Catch me if you can on my honorable mentions. Catch me outside. Because,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> Do you know what's not... Gangs in New York, just because it's Scorsese. Oh um, what
0: about About Schmidt? What about Phone Booth? What about Phone Booth? About Schmidt uh, didn't totally work for me back then, and I've never wanted to revisit I it. I don't so. remember
1: it enough. Jack Nicholson. Yeah. That's all I remember.
0: That's You, you remember the movie. Wait,
1: who was the... was um. Was her What's her name The female Hope, actress In that movie
0: Hope Davis she I feel like her. she's in that Really Playing his daughter Okay Maybe
1: Gosh maybe I remember This movie Like even less Than I thought I did. Yeah. Okay so anyway yeah. Scratch that um, Did I already say Panic Room uh,
0: No I just you want mentioned to throw, a David Fincher Because yeah, I just feel bad
1: Like look at Panic David Fincher good. Panic Room's fun On my list Like yeah I It's an
0: entertaining the, David Fincher movie
1: um, I really liked The movie Laurel Canyon Sure I haven't seen it Since then No Did I have the soundtrack
0: for that? Probably. We definitely own the DVD. Yeah.
1: Okay. And that was one of those movies that we
0: drove to uh, downtown to go see because it was only playing at like the art theater, so we had to go to the fancy theater to see Laurel Canyon. Fancy. You know what's on my? I think because you heard Francis McDormand and Kate Beckinsale kiss, and you were like, "Well, we got to go." Oh
1: yeah. We got to watch it tonight. (laughs) Thanks for reminding me. So tonight we'll be watching Laurel Canyon if anybody wants to watch along.
0: What about phone booth? (laughs)
1: <laughs> Wait, do, does Francis McDormand kiss anyone in that movie? Uh, phone booth. No. Oh, okay. No. So what about Phone Booth yeah, then? Yeah, good question. <laughs> All right. Last thing on my honorable mention that I have to mention. It's a little movie called Two Weeks Notice. <laughs> I didn't realize that was a 2002. <laughs> um why do you think this is on my honorable mentions? Because you used
0: to fall asleep to it every night. This
1: used to be the movie that I was like, <laughs> this is what we're watching when we're falling asleep. And every night it would work for me. But in a good way. Not like, oh, it bores right, me to sleep. Right. Just like,
0: oh. So Hugh you, Grant, had the one, two of about a boy and two weeks notice in the same Unless year. Unless I'm wrong.
1: Am I wrong? Is this not the right year?
0: No, it very well could be. All right. It I just feel like is. I had to I have no idea. throw
1: it a bone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, My honorable mentions are... Blade 2. Okay. No Such Thing, the Hell Hartley movie. Oh,
1: that was on mine too, I think, actually.
0: Um, Insomnia. Yeah. Minority Report, Signs, Igby Goes Down. Mm-hmm. Solaris. Yeah. The Steven Soderbergh movie. Mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings, Two Towers, Chicago.
1: Soderbergh had two movies that year? Yeah. Okay.
0: He's a regular Steven Spielberg. <laughs> um, uh, Chicago, The Dangerous Lives of Alter Boys.
1: That was that year?
0: According to the list that I looked at, yeah. I
1: didn't see it on my list, okay. but I really like that movie. All right,
0: yeah. so you are putting it on your honorable mentions. Nope, you're not.
1: Well, I mean, sure, why not? It's a tie for everything.
0: <laughs> Dirty Pretty Things. Yes. Uh, Far from Heaven, and The Salt Sea. Oh, okay. which might not be any good, and might just be a movie that is stuck in 2002. But I remember in 2002 liking it.
1: Wait, I need to mention City of God too.
0: Yeah, you did. I really because that did? was one of your like eight way ties was, at yeah, the
1: beginning. It was a five way tie. Okay, sorry. sorry. By three. Um, Yeah, those are good ones. You you mentioned a few that I think I forgot. Um, You did not mention Road to Perdition.
0: No, I did not. I I wonder why.
1: Wonder why?
0: (laughs) Because I don't like it that much. I know. What about phone booth?
1: Um, I really liked phone booth. Okay. Do you think that there were phone booths?
0: (laughs) <laughs> uh, anything else you want to say About your 2002 list
1: It was an awesome year Let's watch Apparently it all again Apparently it was I yeah. never would have guessed that Let's watch it all again um, It had
0: really good movies That we've never gone back to Right
1: They're <laughs> so, also like Oh do you know What we didn't mention Didn't Big Fat Greek Wedding Come out that year
0: Oh it sure did
1: I feel like a lot of people Are going That was on my top 10 list Which is great I'm happy it is But like please don't be mad That's not on ours I mean it's cute No, no don't
0: Definitely but, don't be mad yeah, that no, do not be mad. Be a realist
1: I mean Super Troopers Was that year Okay Van Wilder right
0: sure <laughs> blue you crush i don't know yeah blue crush yeah brown sugar yeah do uh, you remember when you first fell in love with hip-hop
1: <laughs> yes i do i do jackass came out that year sure oh
0: what about uh phone booth
1: what about phone booth
0: yeah <laughs> uh <laughs> nothing else about the movies of 2002 that you want to bring up
1: i don't think so what about All you right.
0: no i'm good
1: okay what are we watching I- tonight
0: uh, I, everything we're apparently. watching Lord Huron play in concert is what we're watching tonight. <laughs> yeah we are um, I'm looking forward to 2003 I kind of hope it's easier than this was Um, and we'll try to leave ourselves a little more time next time so that we can rewatch some stuff
1: yeah that should be our goal yeah okay. definitely. cool
0: Thank you guys for listening. As always, uh, rate, review, subscribe and iTunes or wherever you listen to our podcasts. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Fthismovie. You can find us on Facebook and like us there. You can email us at Fthismoviepodcast at gmail.com. And you can find our stuff every single day at fthismovie.com.
1: Yay! Yay!
0: This was fun. Thanks, Bew. Thanks for having me. I enjoyed this.
1: What about phone booth? <laughs>
2: for listening to FS Movie.